what does blame mean? So important to understand. Blaming is if in that moment I lost it. Mm. I could have, I'm no angel. Mm. Because it's not that I don't lose it still to anger in my daily life. I'm not trying to be an angel here, but just in this situation, mm. somehow or another that grace flowed through us. Mm. Both, we're very, very grateful for that. Mm. Very thankful to Vaiguru for that. If I had got angry in that moment, mm -hmm. And I try to blame Preet Charan for me being angry. Mm. That's when I have fallen. Mm -hmm. That's the blame that Maharaji is saying, don't do. Mm -hmm. Don't blame someone for your anger. Because mm. that's an internal response now. Mm. That's the thing I need to take response for. Mm. Is that I got angry and I need to put my hands up. And you. I, I got angry. Doshana DJ Avrajana. Jo kia, I'm going to have to pay for the anger that I went through and experienced. Yeah, so map, I, I'm going to have to deal with the consequences of that. The moment I try and say, anger's your fault, mm. I've lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, But I can separate the learning from the situation. That's what we need to take responsibility of, mm -hmm. is our internal response. Mm. Welcome to the Jabti Sahib podcast. In this episode, we'll be going through the 20th Stanza blessed to us by Guru Nanak Dev Ji. In this stanza, we'll be looking at repetitive actions. How is it that something becomes a habit? But even deeper than that, how is it that habit becomes engraved where we even take it to our next life? Guru Nanak Dev Ji will be answering these questions for us. But the most important part, Guru Nanak Dev Ji will be giving us an answer and will be helping us to break from these habits that are keeping us in that ignorance and keeping us in that cycle of birth and death. Today we've got a special guest with us, Jigmeet Singh. Let's say Fateh to Jigmeet Singh. Why Guruji ka Khalsa? Why Guruji ki Fateh? First of all, amazing, lovely to have you with us today. Thank you, Baji. Normally, it's myself and Preacharan Singh. We've had a few other guests, but you're somebody that's a familiar face to the channel. And so it will be amazing for the Sangat to hear your vichar as well and your contemplation of Guruji's words as well. Let's get straight into it. Guruji starts off with using an analogy to help us to understand something a lot deeper. So they start off with saying, So we can also go through a few pronunciations as well. means to fill. And then nice and easy. There you go. Hands, bad, feet, and then tan. Tan, this word, we've got to be careful we don't mix it up with tan, with the tadda. This is tan. So this is nice and simple, no emphasis on it. Tan translates to the body. And now we've got here de. So de here doesn't mean give. The haha de, haha mukta, we're going to say very slightly in our breath. So we long out the alarm, so we say they. That also means body. Guruji does this quite often in Gurbani where they'll be saying the same thing and they'll use sometimes two to three words 
different words, but to say the same thing, just to reinforce what Maradi is saying here. So nice and simple here. But yeah, referring to filling when basically when our body gets dirty. Hands, we do something, they get dirty. Our feet, we might be walking on the ground, which is amazing to do, actually. Mm. It's called earthing, isn't it, nowadays? Uh, I'm sure, uh, I don't know, have you tried earthing, Virji? Yeah, if I can, but like yes. sometimes you can't really trust the ground. <laughs> it, you know, like, you know, especially go to a local park or something, it could be all sorts out there. Mm. If you get an opportunity in actual nature, like trees and that, you know. Yes, I think I used to do it quite often and not now as often as I would like. But anyway, let's get back on track here because this is to just talking about Marduj is saying basically your hands, you've got them dirty somehow, got your feet dirty, body's dirty, nice, easy fix, Marduj says here. Pani tota. Saying, get some water, wash it off. And uttras, that ke, that ke means dirt here, pronounced in the same way with the ha ha slightly in our breath, long, long it out a bit, ke. So that ke, that dirt, Maharaji saying uttras can be taken away, washed away, tota, with some washed with pani. Nice and easy. Mm. Yes. So next, Pankti. Then Maharaj is saying that how about if your kapad, your kapade, your clothes become ruined or let's say uh, soiled by mood, by urine. Maharaj is saying even that, mood, paliti kapad, palit translates to ruined, gets soiled and then mood is the urine here in this pangati. Again, there, Maharaj is saying, no problem. They say, take some sabun, sabun, soap, and wash that mm. urine away from that, from those um, clothes that it's soiled. Not too hard. And it almost feels like Maharaj is saying, all right, Dirt, wash it away with water, a bit, a bit of a step up now, you know, a bit more difficult. You're going to have to use some sort of substance now to really get it out, rub it out. Still, not too hard. You can get it done. But now Maharaji brings our attention to what they want to actually say to us, what it's really about, what this line, what this body stanza is all about. And they say to us that, But ye mat papa kaisanga. They're saying, but how about if it's now the mat, it's the mind that is filled. The mind is filled with pop. Pop can be translated, it literally translates to sins, but you can word it in a different way if you wish. You can word it with uh, negative actions. If our mind is filled, and that might sound a bit off when we say filled with negative um Actions, we'll understand that a little bit more. I think what will be good to do here is let's give some of the literal translations to the lines and then we'll look at it as an overall and we'll come back and forth to the different lines. Okay. I think that will work really well for this body in the way it's worded. So, how about, sang means with, but now it's filled with sins this mind is and it's not like 
there's a sin that sits in the mind somewhere, is it? So we need to understand what that means. Or how does our mind even become sinful? What does that even look like? Or let's just call it negative because people today, there's certain words that have got a certain connotation about them. And some people will understand it better if we just use uh, the word negative here. And then before you meet Singh, we do go into things deeper. Let's just quickly give everyone a quick literal translation. Uh, and Because then it will make more sense yep. as well. So we don't miss anything. Then Maharaji says here is, Saying, but even that can be fixed. Even that can be washed away. It's not that that it, that is it now. You are stuck or you're doomed forever. There's many people that start to feel and think that way, don't they? I don't know if, if have you ever been in that situation, Virji, where you're thinking, that's it. I can't, I just can't see a way out. Feels like I'm stuck here forever now. Have you ever been in that place in your life? I think it's important to talk about because yeah. a lot of people. Many times in my life, uh, I go, th I've, I've been through periods where it feels like complete darkness, com completely being alone, stuck within the confines of negativity. Um, but I, I'll be honest with you, I've been always blessed to have the flicker of hope with inside myself. Wow. You know, with Maharaj's Kirpa. So personally, I don't mind how, well, I don't love it. But mm. I don't mind how dark it gets because I know it, through the darkest tunnel, through the darkest night, there's going to be light at the end of that tunnel or uh, the dawn comes when, when it is most dark, you know. So I know around the corner psychologically. And I think no matter how much pain someone's going through their lives, uh, no matter what's what their circumstances might it might look like, um, if you have a vision of a compelling future, if you have hope within inside yourself, you can get through any darkness. But certainly, um, I, I've I've been through that. I would say then, what what Guruji's saying here is that it, no matter how, because there's one thing when you're going through a bit of what you said, a bit of a dark period, a dark time of your life. But there's one when you feel stuck because of your own habits. Yes. Because this is what this is leading to. But remember, this is that flicker that you're saying, that hope that you're saying, that that now that the sun is going to rise again. Mm. Basically, this is what Maharaj is saying here. Mm. It can be washed with the color rang of Nam. Mm. We'll look deeper into Nam in a moment with, with God's name, that one's name. Maharaj is saying here, Remember, we're going to come back to this. So, and I just want to read out the literal translation to here because it's very different to what most people will be used to reading as a translation. Because Punni here is referring to the person that is virtuous. But you would have been used to, to seeing the translation saying here sin. But the word punni cannot be translated to sin. Because that would be pun. Mm. This is punni, the person that is sinning. Mm. Or, uh, so, sorry, pun being the other way around, yeah, the virtuous. The right? Yeah, so the papi is the, the sinner. Sin. So we have now, we're trying to do is be more accurate with the translations to help Sangat more. So, punni papi akhnanahe. Marit saying the impact of being virtuous or a sinner is no small thing, and, and we'll look at deeper in what Marit is saying. Because you know, you, you must have heard sometimes when somebody saying, 
ਲੈ ਇਹ ਉਦਾਂ ਹੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਇਹ ਕਹਿਣ ਮਾਤਰ ਗੱਲ ਨਹੀਂਗੀ ਇਹ ਅਸਲ ਵਿੱਚ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਆ ਦੈਟਸ ਲਾਈਕ ਠੇਠ ਪੰਜਾਬੀ ਹਾਂਜੀ ਵਨ ਆ ਸੇ ਕਹਿਣ ਮਾਤਰ ਦੈਟ ਮੀਨਸ ਇਸ ਆਮ ਨਾਟ ਇਸ ਨਾਟ ਸਮਥਿੰਗ ਯੂ ਜਸਟ ਸੇ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਰੀਅਲ ਥਿਸ ਹੈਪਨਸ ਸੋ ਦੈਟਸ ਹਾਊ ਯੂ ਵੁਡ ਸੇ ਐਂਡ ਦੈਟਸ ਲਿਟਰਲੀ ਵਾਟ ਮਾਰਜ ਇਜ਼ ਸੇਇੰਗ ਹੀਅਰ ਦੈਟ ਡੋਨਟ ਥਿੰਕ ਵੈਨ ਦੈਟ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ਨ ਅ ਥਿੰਗ that somebody can actually end up becoming somebody that is now virtuous or a sinner meaning that there's a way of the way somebody is somebody's personality not their natural godly nature but just their natural response or or, or they're in reaction mode mm-hmm. their nature ends up becoming where they are now just in constant mode of somebody is a sinner now the way they react to everything mm. is in anger is out of greed mar mm. said this is a thing people actually become like that by the way yes mar saying but punni there's people that are punni as well that just naturally just giving and mm. will always act out of being virtuous mm-hmm. it's a thing hanji so that's what this means here and then maraji say to us well how does that happen remember we started off with the pariyam mat papan ke sang that's why i thought it's important that we go through all the lines we've got to do it together otherwise it's not going to make sense yep. okay how have you filled this mind marj saying with um pop and um, or, or and how has your mind become so negative where your reaction to life is only negative now is only out of anger is only out of looking down at someone now that's become your nature mm. my says well it's not just happen randomly it's not that it's just one day there's a so called god sitting somewhere and thought uh jigmeet they no bono ne idada yeah will make you a puppy mm. it's not that just god goes ding yeah. mm. you're a puppy now and a lot of people think this of god because i hear people talking like this jare jidda mainu rabb ne banata you know however god has made me mm-hmm. and that's just how i am mm-hmm. no maharaj said no take responsibility maharaj ke kar kar karna they said it's because you've done something again and again mm. you've done it consciously or unconsciously but you've done it jumme bari sambhal take responsibility then somebody said well what's got god got to do with it then i thought you know everything is within god's will yes within the way this nature of creation has been designed accordingly to that you have done something again and again now it's become a habit mm. and it's become engraved and now your personality and it's gone deep and it's even become your nature nature meaning that just how you react to everything in life now that's how translating it's become your nature mm. it's become with it's within hukam within god's design but it's the way you have used god's design mm. yeah that's how god's design has worked for you because of what you've done with it hanji that makes sense yeah so mar is saying how did that how did your mind become like that par ye kar kar you've done something again and again mm. and then it's become karana karana means now it's become your karam it's becoming engraved in you it's now what 
is leading your life for you. It's now what is creating your, it's carving your destiny. That's how you're reacting to life. Everything is now coming from that. That's the karana part. And you. Yeah. Maharaji is saying, Lekha, it's now become inscribed inside of you. We've used here the word engraved. La jaho. I'm going to read out the way we've translated it because we've done a smashing job. <laughs> and I've got to say, I've, I've got to credit Preet Charan Singh for being such a huge contributing okay. factor to the way this is being worded. Because my part is, is the contemplation towards it, reading different versions of translations of it. And then, but it's Preet Charan that then words it in this way at the end. So repeating the same actions again and again, they become engraved on the mind mm. and take control of your life. Mm. And then, but we want to blame God. <laughs> mm. Marjorie said, don't try that trick. Don't play that card. Because Marjorie says that, well, they're going to say it here anyway. You've planted the seed of doing it again and again. You're eating now because your whole reaction to life is from that now. Mm. Yeah. Just like Marji says, we just thinking, yeah, 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 that one, I know that one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, where's the translation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can read it out, read it out, Viji. Whatever I did for so that... The word, I did. Emphasize. <laughs> whatever I did yes. for that, I have suffered. I do not blame anyone else. Simple, isn't it? it yeah, it's all within the way the design has been mm. set up. Mm. But we got to take responsibility. I think, like you know, you mentioned earlier, like uh, people say, "Jo the There's almost like a, um, uh, a, a there's no self responsibility. You know, I think this to me, it's saying, if you accept full responsibility, and in effect, you're not playing the victim anymore, because either you're at uh, the um, the cause of life, like life's happening to you, or you're causing life. So you're negative and you're positive. If you accept both of them as your own doing, then you retain the power um, to change the outcome. Whereas if I always think it's happening to me, oh, poor, uh, uh, woe is me, you know? If I had that mentality, then... Uh, have you ever experienced in your life having that mentality? Yeah, I mean, I have, but I, I always, you know, since... since a, a long maybe for a long time i've always accepted responsibility uh for my own mind M meaning like i'm i'm that, extra i'm extra hard on myself perfect. well that, like, that part's not perfect no i know but, yeah, but this yeah, is what the I'm first just, part yeah yeah i'm being honest with you like I, I i like anything negative anything bad i understand is my own doing you know because i don't think um and like you know i, I bring guruji and vahi guruji into it I, I always consider like the good and the bad is a blessing you know but then I don't think necessarily God is up there uh, blessing me with bad on purpose for, you know, for any particular reason. I would just slightly reword that. Just Angie. very yep. slightly. I would say good and bad Angie. can become a blessing depending Angie. on how I look at it. Certainly. And um, like, you know, a lot of times the negative or the pain of life doesn't feel like a blessing when you're going through it, you know. 
Well, I can understand like um, it it causes the pangs of separation. So I can understand like if if I didn't have the negative or the bad or that which makes you disconnected, I I may never have the thirst for connection. You know, so I see it as a blessing in that respect. Mm. And um, and I'm a big proponent of self acceptance. You know, of the things that are going right, the positive and the negative, because you retain the power to change outcome. Then mm -hmm. you know, even if it's got Let's say nothing to do with me. Let's say it's a, a third party, like something very, let's say the death of a family member. It's so painful and so out of your control, you know. But I think like, you know, I, I've got this ability with Maharaj's Kitabah, like if something so big happens as out of my physical, then I'm very much more accepting of it because I know this, this has got nothing to do with me. This is something that's happened. But if it's like, if it feels within my control, then I'm, I don't know, something different, you know. Um, but I understand like the bigger aspect of things and I try to work through the pain to come back to the positive and the connection, you know? Mm. Just from what you've said there, a few things there. <clears throat> so there's certain things that, let, let's be clear first. Yes, there are things that are outside of our control. There's many things that we've created ourselves in our yes. life because of the way we've been. There are certain things that will be outside of our direct control and certain things that do happen that we totally understand. So mm. we're, we're not we're not here being unrealistic about Thank things. Because it's very important to re remain, look at things for how, it, how they are. Mm. Yeah? But there are many things that they are the way they are because of what we have sown mm -hmm. that's true as well as much as that is true there's things externally that there's nothing i could have done to even contribute towards that and mm. the ways a uh, circumstances are mm. but there are plenty of things that i have directly contributed towards and the outcome of what is in life at the moment is because of those actions mm -hmm. that is true as well and you yeah but there's one thing whether it was out of my control outside or whether it, it was even created by my own self. But what Maharaj is saying in that line of doshna dije avarjana, of not here putting the blame onto something else. Do you know what, what that means is not to put the blame on something else, is referring to the way I now internally respond to that situation, whether it was caused by my own actions or whether it was something that is outside of my control. But one thing I cannot blame for anyone else for is the way I'm going to now respond to the surrounding situation or whatever is going on with me. Mm. That is one thing I can't blame now. What that? Okay, let's use an example now. Okay, let's just share with the Sangat now what happened with us. We, we've retranslated these, okay? And because f for me, just to throw this in, is I, I think a big part of truthfulness, the first gun is Sat, and a part of that is being, I, I think uh, authenticity is very refreshing for people. And I say authenticity in a way of, of being true to what is in this moment. Yeah. So we didn't change the, somehow or another, the translations weren't changed to the ones we did. 
So we started recording the podcast based off the uh, based off a different set of translations of the Samson Khalsa ones. I was fighting in my mind that this isn't the vichar, this isn't what I want to talk about. But I didn't realize it's not changed over. Now I'm thinking, is this how we translated it? It's making me go off a different direction. And it, there was felt like a force inside. And, but I just kept doing going. And I, and, but it wasn't the translations that we've done, yeah. but I didn't realize. Yeah. It's so funny when that was happening. Go on, go on. I could see your internal, because yeah. uh, your eyes are very expressive. Mm. And I was thinking, oh man, I'm really messing Baji's blow up here. I was thinking it wasn't it was, you. No, I know. I was thinking, yeah. uh, I'm doing something really. <laughs> it wasn't the translations <laughs> yeah. that we had done. Hanji, Hanji. This is so refreshing. for Sangat loves in today's age for somebody just to be real and, and, yeah, and speak sure. about what's happened. Yeah. So, Virji, so and then we've been, remember, we've taken a lot of time to set up. It's coming, it's past lunchtime now. We've not had lunch, poor old us. Virji. <laughs> and then, and, the, and then, Preacheran is apologetic because somehow, because that's his, you know, field, the technical side, he didn't manage to change it over. And in that moment, what we could have just lost it then. Mm. So, for example, now to put this into context, what it means to blame someone else, this is nothing, the blame is nothing to do with the situation. Mm. I can still have a conversation with Preacher and saying, mm. uh, Viji, can we be careful? Can we just be more mindful next time to make sure we just have a quick check? We can learn from the situation. Mm. Can we be more mindful that we just check that it's definitely our translations mm. before we start the podcast? Amazing. Mm. That's become Dukhdaru uh, for us. We've learned from the situation. Mm. Brilliant. We're not going to ignore that conversation. If we ignore that conversation, we can fall the same pit again mm -hmm. but what does blame mean so important to understand i can ask preacher to take responsibility of that task in that moment but that's not blaming here mm. blaming is if in that moment i lost it mm. i could have i'm no angel mm. because it's not that i don't lose it still to anger in my daily life i'm not trying to be an angel here but just in this situation mm. somehow or another that grace were flowed through us mm. both we're very very grateful for that mm. very thankful to Vaiguru for that and we didn't get angry mm. and it was like it's fine let's you... learn from so so if i had got angry in that moment mm -hmm. and i tried to blame preacharan for me being angry mm. that's when i have fallen mm -hmm. that's the blame that marji is saying don't do Mm -hmm. Don't blame someone for your anger Because mm. that's an internal response now mm. That's the thing I need to take response for mm. Is that I got angry and I need to put my hands up and you. I, I got angry mm. I'm going to have to pay for the anger that I went through and experienced yeah, so map, I, I'm going to have to deal with the consequences of that. The moment I try and say, anger's your fault, mm. I've lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, But I can separate the learning from the situation and speak to preacher and in whichever manner I need to speak to him in. Mm. It, it might be a bit stern. We didn't need to. It was actually really beautiful. That yeah. moment was, it was, it's absolutely fine. And it was during this podcast now, I said, uh, that came out, we could just, Make sure we just look at mm -hmm. look at it first. Yeah. 
So that's what we need to take responsibility of mm -hmm. is our internal response. Mm. It was beautiful too, because Bhai Preet Charan Singhji was completely meticulous to the millimeter about all aspects of the setup. Yeah. It took like an hour or two just to get everything precisely perfect. So it's not like he was uh, uh, airy-fairy about any aspect of it, you know? So whatever happened, happened. Um, Bhaji, like, you know, this thing called blame, right? Like, you know, if I do something quote-unquote wrong, uh, I like to figure out where it went wrong and I accept blame so I can retain power to affect change in the future, right? But where I go wrong is blame of other people. So again, you tell me if it's right or wrong, quote unquote, good or bad, negative or positive. Like if, if I do something wrong myself and I know it's wrong myself, I try to in effect blame myself and in that blame take responsibility. So if I take responsibility for an action or a thought or the way I've taken something, then in my mind I'm retaining power to affect change in the future. So maybe I'm not being a victim in my own mind. I can say, oh, I've done X, Y, and Z. So if I tweak this, I can get a different outcome, right? Perfect. And yep. for me, it works, you know, to help develop myself. But then I think where I go wrong, well, maybe I know I go wrong and I get your advice on this, is where I blame others. Well, let's say it's like within a, a family circumstance, right? And something, whatever it be, something goes wrong. And then I, I like to pinpoint, well, that's this person's fault. And my intention is, if we can pinpoint where it went wrong, then we can uh, fix that generalized issue, you know? But then my wife always tells me like, hey, don't blame. It's nobody's fault. This is something that's happened. We don't need to uh, blame somebody. And then, you know, I, I don't okay, know, maybe, let, let's just maybe I even that. do it with a, a negative connotation. Yeah, yeah. No, no, let, that, that's fine. Let's look at that now. Thank you for that, Vidi. It's such a, such a relevant question and point and to raise okay so i would say if we say it's no one's fault mm. uh, no one's to blame i would say that's very passive language i don't think that is in in, in my view that can be quite damaging as well because we could still keep going round and round in the same mistake same issues falling in the same rut again and again yeah. So I'd be mindful of not using passive language, but definitely needs, if something needs to be addressed, it needs to be addressed. What we've got to keep in mind is a few things here. Mm. The person then you also want to take responsibility of where they could have done something different to avoid that outcome, they might not be ready to hear it. Mm. Or they might be, okay? So then we've got to be somewhat intuitive to that situation or we might have to learn yeah. by trying to put it on them and they totally blow you off. Mm -hmm. yeah? And you mentioned something there. It, it might be your approach to them. Yeah. Yeah. It might be. So say if you went for the best possible approach, mm -hmm. yeah, you, you, all sweet, whatever, however it was needed, they still might not be ready. Mm. And then it's about you it's about, again, your response mm -hmm. to how they are. Mm -hmm. If they're not ready, you've still got to remain balanced and you want to still be working on not getting angry and frustrated yes. with them. You might as a first yeah. initial. Mm -hmm. And we always say, don't be so hard on yourself if initially you do get a bit worked up and... Um, uh, Agitated. Yeah. Work through it. That's mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, We're not trying to be unrealistic here. We're not trying to suppress 
certain emotions that occur, yes, of course, we could evolve to a state where that response, that reaction doesn't occur. So maybe if certain people are uncomfortable with certain language, mm. yeah, I try not to use the word blame. Mm -hmm. Some people do and it works and it's okay. I'm not against the word, mm. but personally, I tend not to. Mm. So in in the environments, what I try and use is is say let's let's have a look at this. Yeah. Let's look at how, and sometimes Maraj does this a lot when they're going to talk about a certain topic. Maraj might not even have that issue, but they'll say they'll bring it upon themselves and talk about it through themselves, and that's referred to in Punjabi apne apno sambodhan karke. So you bring it upon yourself. It's not even you mm. haven't even got that issue. Mm. Yeah. So or where you've addressed the part that you needed to work on so i then to then i'll say okay so i think i could have done this in this way but and then sometimes i actually ask people are you okay to talk about this are you willing to have a conversation about this and then see where we can go with that and then i'll use i'll avoid certain trigger words mm. that i know that are often trigger words for certain people mm. so then instead of using the word blame i'll i'll say how about if we were to do this like this because then it seems like um, maybe we've got enough evidence to see that now that this ends up being the outcome mm. when it's done like this Anji. Yeah, that's now nothing to do with how your your internal because remember the spiritual journey is about how you internally respond. Mm. But if you need to have a conversation about something to somebody else about their action, mm. of course it should be had. Otherwise, we wouldn't have a meat. Otherwise, we're just throwing out meaty, mm. and we're only looking at beady. Mm. We're only looking at the, the the saintly way of life, and we're not looking at life from meaty um, uh, perspective of being um, proactive and dealing with situations mm. yeah so if somebody's you know if somebody's allergic to the word blame just throw it out but do the same thing just without with a different word mm -hmm. you know i always say there's nothing wrong with the word that's all it is isn't it but i also find um how i am within myself energetically mm. like if i'm uh, connected to Nam, Guruji, and I'm peaceful within myself, then my reaction is completely different to if I'm dukhi within myself anyway. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No, so, of course. That yeah. that just means you're going to be acting outside of Nam. Mm. You're going to be acting purely out of ego. And, and we don't talk, we're not talking about ego here. The Sangat that listens to this podcast will know now, not from an, an, this negative way that I think I'm so great. We mm. don't mean ego in that Kanji, way. Kanji. When we're so self-centered and self-involved, mm. so individual, and we can't see outside of that. Mm. That and normally then that will bring about a time when we feel low, when we feel bad about ourselves, and then in those times, the the reactions that come about is are going to be anger and frustration anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, let, let's come back to because kar kar karna likla jao is very important because this is talking about habit forming so now when we look at habit forming because this is what this is about kar kar karna is when you've created and formed some habits but you know gurbani and this path of of knowing your soul is beyond habits 
That's why Min Maharaji said Punni Papi, whether you're doing something good or you're doing something bad, this is about going beyond that. You don't want to be bound into any habits. You want to be able to live consciously and make the righteous conscious decision in that moment. Even something that is labeled as being good might not be the thing that you need in a certain particular moment. Yeah? Somebody might label you just talking before. You want somebody else, you want to bring that to light for them about where they needed to take responsibility of something. You might refer to that as being a good habit because you're helping them mm. becoming uh, to, to know about them. But that might not be the right moment. You might be so stuck mm. in that so-called good habit. No, but I don't know. I'm blaming you for this mm. yeah? But it's not coming from a place of PR and consciousness mm. You're not intuitive to that situation You're not coming from a higher space, a higher mm -hmm. place mm. yeah? You're just stuck in your so-called good habit there mm. yeah? of, of pulling people up on where they needed to take responsibility mm. You're not reading the energy, you're not coming from PR because mm. this judgment. Yes, this virtuous here is just this isn't the virtuous meaning somebody that is coming from their soul, mm. from pure PR of love. It's somebody that it's just another habit you that you've got. Mm. Yeah. Guru wants us to go beyond that. And then Papi, somebody constantly acting out of anger and bringing somebody else down with their words. Yeah, you're a mess. The way you do something, yeah, I'm a lot better than you when it comes to this situation. You're not as good as me at this, and I'm looking down at you and speaking now. That's then the puppy, the obvious puppy. But it doesn't mean that. But the bond and pop here is just when somebody's stuck in this game of I did this good and now you know, sorry, I did this bad and I'm going to do this good to override that. Mm -hmm. You're just stuck in this cycle. And you, yeah. Uh, oh. I spoke to you in a certain way, I hurt you, but it's okay. I'm going to go and feed the birds tomorrow mm -hmm. and I'm going to override it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You're stuck in this shallow game of good deed, bad deed, good deed, bad deed. Mm -hmm. You're living this habitual life and you're not free. You're not coming from your soul. Maharaj is saying that people become this way they form habits gar, because they've done it again and again. That means now they are living. What that equates to is meaning that you're living unconsciously. Yeah? You're living in autopilot for everything. Yeah? Autopilot has its own place if we need to drive a car. Mm. We don't, we, we don't want to be relearning every time we sit in a car of how to drive a car. That's, that's stored in the subconscious mind. But we still drive consciously using the subconscious mind. Mm. We're speaking because of the active role of the subconscious mind. We're not having to learn language again and again. That's not what this is talking about. The subconscious mind has a very purposeful um, place in living and surviving. This is talking about when you know, just acting out of anger has become habitual now. Mm. 
doing certain things, you just pick up your phone and you're scrolling. It's, it's, you don't even know you're doing it now. Yeah. So that's happened over time. It's become so deep in you. Yeah. And what I want to answer just before we go further is uh, Breacher had a question based on this. Uh, it was about kind of um, repeated habits, wasn't it? Yeah. So if you keep doing the same thing again and you can do what you were talking about, about to acknowledge it, you can have a conversation about it and you can be patient and understanding. But for the person doing that, if they can't get out of that, and also, if it's happening with, the, like, for example, if I every single week didn't change the bunk dian, it would be a different, it might be a different conversation or it might be more difficult to respond. And because that's the first time it's happened, isn't it? In 20 episodes, it's the first time. Yeah, what yeah, if yeah, it, yeah. What if this was the 20th time I did that? Mm. That's an absolutely brilliant question. Uh, so... Jigmeet Singh, if, if something, I'm sure this happens to so many of us. It's such a real question, isn't it? You get stuck in old yeah. habits and routines. First thing to realize there is, means that the person that is stuck in that, especially if they want to break out of that, and they're not able to break out of that, they don't want to even be like that anymore. They've had conversations, means they do want to break out of it. This isn't somebody that is now that is completely arrogant. No fear, man. I am the way I am. Mm. I don't care. I don't want to stop being... That's not what Preacher and saying there. Mm -hmm. It's completely different. For me, as somebody here, is then telling me that he's really stuck. He's got a problem here. So that would mean my compassion needs to be even higher and greater. He might keep making the same mistake where he hasn't put changed the, the lines and translations to the way we've done it, that, that doesn't still mean I, I have got a right to get angry because that's then me failing. Mm. That's me failing, falling off. I might need to have the conversation in a different way. At the end, I might even need to come to the acceptance of he's not able to do it. Might have to let him go. That doesn't give me any form of reason or justification to okay my anger and blame it on him I still have to take responsibility If I get angry by the third week or the fourth week It doesn't mm. matter But by the fourth week I might have to have A more stern conversation with him But it might be that he's still not doing it on purpose If he's doing it on purpose Of course we need to have a word with him And potentially get him out of the organisation mm. That's a completely different situation If somebody's doing that maliciously They've, that's the intent to do that That means it's a completely different conversation mm. Then that shouldn't be working out It still might be that I still need to have compassion for him Just shows that How um, I, was, I was not even arrogant here how, how much ignorance he has fallen into Because mm. that's still a Bamari, isn't it? That's still a rogue that's, that's a disease, isn't it? When by Your intent is now to do that to somebody purpose, on purpose, and you're doing it maliciously, he still needs help, doesn't he? Mm. He might want the help, or he doesn't need the help. But that's not what he's asking here. Yeah. So, so my compassion needs to be greater. And look, let's be truthful here. When that is happening with somebody, it means they need multiple 
approaches to break from that. Mm. They need to try different things, even if it means we need to get an expert involved that un understands the psychology of the mind better. Mind you. Yeah. We need to use different approaches through Gurbani. Well, we've tried this. Maybe we need to try this. It just means they need even more work because a certain habit has gone so deep inside of them. When yeah. you're describing that and using that situation, what I'm hearing is if you are so focused on the nitty gritty of what happened and who's to blame, then you get locked out of the solution. Like you, you're just saying this happened again and, and it's like you perpetuate cycle, you know, and then you, there's no solution. But if you respond in that cool, collected manner of maybe there's something more that meets the eye, then I think you're more open to a solution that could be like, you know, you've had one, two, three, four, five conversations and maybe you could reckon, if you have an open mind, you could recognize that um, maybe he needs more support in this area. Maybe the man's had to set up everything. He's got a billion little technical things he's sorting out. And then this one thing. Got and missed. let's even put it into the household situation, a situation with the family, with the wife or whoever. Yeah. But what I'm saying here is that it still means that person is suffering. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you treat them like a victim, mm -hmm. but it, it does mean that they're suffering. Mm. According to Gurbani, that means they're disconnected, aren't they? Yep. they they're not living consciously. Mm. They're living out of habits that they're finding hard to break. Now, this is the important part. What we've got to admit is it doesn't mean there's not a solution for it. Even the people around and that person needs to acknowledge we've not yet found the thing that is going to work. Mm. Yeah, we've still not found the thing that is going to help break through this. People might think they have, but they haven't. Otherwise, they would have done it if, because they want to break out of it. Mm. Yeah, because it means that they might be still missing a step. So what we should be saying is we need to explore further yet the step that we are missing that isn't allowing us to break this certain habit. Obviously, when we're talking about habit breaking, a lot of what you will read online is our methods of breaking one habit, which is labeled as a negative, but then it's by picking up another habit that is labeled as positive. That's not what spirituality is about. We're talking about just breaking out of it completely and becoming completely conscious. That's why Guru Sabji said, We want to wash these ways that are keeping us in cyclic patterns by God's name. God's name means God's nature. We want to fall into that. We need to find ways that are helping us to let go of the grip of ego and our cleverness of thinking. If I keep if I keep somebody below me or whatever, whatever that is for someone. And how do I start letting go and being drenched in love more? Yeah. And for somebody that norm for them can be kirtan, for somebody might not be doing it for them. Some, we have to find those ways that are allowing us to let go of that ego and breaking that habit. Let, let's look at so, a few practical things as well, though, because I think it's important. For general habit breaking, they say whatever that is that we're, we're, we keep doing, put things in place where it makes it harder for us to do that. 
Yeah. So it could be we got to remember that there's the deeper things that are involved. If you're feeling anxious, you're more prone to picking up your phone and 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 feeding that habit of yours. You got to start looking at okay, why did I pick it up again? Is it just because of a mere habit? Or is it because this time it's a habit plus I'm doing it more because in this moment in my life, I'm more anxious. Yeah. So this is a deeper conversation of looking at. So, for example, if somebody picks up their phone in the morning and starts scrolling, one simple just habit breaking um, something you can put in place is just just put your phone out of reach. Mm. Yeah. So there's certain practical steps you can start taking. Start looking at things that make it easier, that feeds your habit, and then start making it harder for you to give in to that habit, to put practical steps into place for that. But really what we're saying, Guru Sahib saying here is that you're, you're not yet you're living consciously. We can do little steps here. We spoke about in our previous episode that... <laughs> We're not going to use, spoke about using the word Vahikru. We could just say Vahikru, Vahikru, Vahikru. Or we could say Vahikru. I want to let go and I want to let you in. What I'm, when I'm saying this word this time, I'm saying it because I'm in pain and I'm finding it hard to let go of that habit I'm stuck now I'm saying Vaheguru and I'm saying come on you take over come on you let your love come through because I'm acting out of my habit again and I'm saying Vaheguru Vasamere Piyareya Vasamere Govinda you come and reside in me but I have to let go for you to come there that that one that is so piara that is so beloved and then I'm saying that let that intuitive bud I won't even say intellect here that intelligence that is then referred to as discerning intellect. Discerning intellect comes from that higher self when we let go. So when we're saying, I want to break out, I want to become more conscious, to become more conscious, what are we doing? Are we just doing our part as prayers, as I've got to do my duty as my, you know, as a Sikh? Am I doing it from that place to let go of of the ego so that one can come through so I can start acting consciously now. You say something to me where I would normally act out of a habit and just say and get angry at you and, and snap and swear at you. And you. Or in that moment I can say Vahikru and say you come through. My ego is going to say no you need me, you need me. I'm going to protect you, I'm going to protect you. And I'm going to say Vahikru, I need you. I want you to come through. And then Vaheguru does something, says DJ Buddha gives this from that intelligence of Naam, which is what the creation is made out of, that Naam comes through now. The Ranga of that, the colour of that comes through. 
Because I said it with color, I said it with love. Now the color of that comes through. Nave ke rang. And now it's this, um, I act out of consciousness. Pure, pure consciousness. DJ Buddha, I'm actually saying, give me your intelligence, which is now discerning intellect. So now whatever comes, it comes from PR. Because the intelligence is PR, is love. Every time I say Wai Guru's name, I'm saying I want to act from your name. Because your name is compassion. Daya Gusai Mitala. Your name is Daya. Daya, there, Daya there means Daya. Daya here means compassionate. But it means it's not there as a the quality, it's saying compassionate one. It's a noun there, compassionate one. Would that be a pronoun? I don't, I'm not great with that, but you know. It's saying, let, let, let your name come through. I could say the word Vaheguru but still swear at you because I'm not allowing Vaheguru to come through. Mm. But I want to say Vaheguru in such a way where I'm saying, I'm saying Vaheguru to allow you to come through. Then I would be in Naam. I want Naam to come through me. Naam isn't just a word. Naam is something that is inside of us. The Guru tells us that. Antar Kota Amrita Pareya. The Guru says this, this is this antar kuhuta. Kuhuta means there's a well inside of me that is filled with amrit. Amrit is that naam. That naam is that pure consciousness, that pure intelligence. We want to say the word to allow that to come through. And that's when we start acting consciously. We start breaking those habits. That's what it means to truly jab naam. To meditate on God is saying, I want you to come through. Just try it. In this moment, just be in that. So how, if somebody keeps doing it, they still aren't touching the thing. They're missing a step somewhere that takes them there to Nam. It means you need to dig deeper. You need to go deeper. And whatever support you need to take because remember, it might be a, a, a jigsaw of things that come together to help you. It might be you do more Sangat with Gursiks, but also you might need maybe even a psychologist that helps become a part of that jigsaw, that helps you to understand the mind in a certain way of how it works, of how habits form and how things work. They become a part of that jigsaw. There's, there, it might be something you're missing. Somebody, But instead of somebody just saying, this person doesn't even want to. They can't be bothered. I don't believe that's true. Unless it's malicious and the intent is that. Even they are seriously ill. Yeah, But that's a different approach. That's not what we're dealing with here with what preacher and asked. What we're dealing with here is we're still not tapped into something yet. We're still missing a component here. Let's yearn, let's long to find that component to fall into Nam. Yeah, we're still holding on to something. There's still the ego here that isn't allowing us, and that could be for the, for both sides. The person that is telling you that you need to sort yourself out, they've still not found the right approach with that person, and that person that needs to break the habit hasn't found the right approach yet. Mm. Yeah, so I, th I think we could do a separate podcast on just what habits are, go deeper into the psychology of it, more practical steps on it as well. But I think we should 
wrap this up now. Anji. Um so kar kar karna likh le jao. Marji saying this will that now you don't want this will start people say oh you know god's doing everything no god everything's happening within god's law but it's not god's not doing everything in the way you think god's doing everything most of the time it's because of your unconscious patterns that you have created that's become your nature is the way things are um folding out in your life now that is carrying you in every aspect of your life but mad said it's going to I'll, I'll let you just with your point in a moment but it's going to carry you so deep because it's unresolved if you're not become conscious yet it's it's going to even have an effect when you drop your body that mind is still in that pattern it's unresolved that unconscious desire isn't desire is an energy here is still carrying you your way and your habit of being a certain way to the point of ape beej ape hi kaho what you have sown you are now eating you are now reaping to the point where for example if i'm constant in this rut of getting angry yeah and that anger is now having an effect on my body is increasing my blood pressure of, and then that blood pressure is having an effect on my kidneys because it does that's how it works and then high pl- blood pressure affects your kidneys long term and i'm thinking why me why has god chose for my kidneys to be in a state no it's because you was in a rut and a pattern of anger that has caused from this to this to this you are eating what you have sown mm. yeah and now because you still haven't broke that way of being that way cuz because that anger comes from ego and i'm not talking about here as just feeling anger for a moment because it's a natural emotion for certain situations where your body might feel it it's when you consciously decide to remain in that anger and you think for long periods of time and then nanak hukmi avahod the way the law divine that divine will works that law works of of that creator avahod jaho it's going to even continue to take you which is your mind which is referred to as your subtle body into reincarnation of coming and going another because it's unresolved it's an energy that you haven't dealt with you haven't become conscious of it's still that 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 energy is still active Yeah, of of that habit um it's going to become the cause of you taking another body on another body on mm. another body on it's mm. just a never ending cycle because it's coming out of that ego mind yeah so like you know these habits that we repeat over and over again like if if i imagine like a a mountain as full of snow and you're snow snowboarding down it or skiing down it and you've you've basically in your mind ingrained a pathway so if there's a catalyst something happens and then before you know it you're reacting you're going down that same pathway mm. and then so there's no um thought process it's so ingrained um that you just go whoosh, and then you've built this these these pathways in your mind and two things that I've I've realized that really helped me is one is amrit vela when it's utilized correctly 
and not the just get up and do part for the sake of doing part, which is also very beneficial. But like, if I'm if I'm Maharaj Kirpa being blessed with Amrit Vela, and I'm utilizing it to connect to Vahe Guruji, connect to Guruji, then I it's almost like I'm I'm wiping clean the slate or the pathway, putting fresh snow on, so the mountain is no longer preset pathways. I can reset the mind, you know, and and get out of my different grooves. So then, I've, then I start the day with an opportunity to react differently and carve out new, let's say more Gursikhi Jeevan pathways. And another thing, like um, when I feel trapped by my own uh, engravement, in, the, my ingrained habits, like if we're blessed to go to the throvers of our gurus in Punjab, you know, was like you, still, you feel so entrapped by Maya if you can go utilize that technology of going into the throver and it's almost like a reset button, you know, where you went in one way and Maharaj has taken away the rogue and you come out a different way. And then even Amrit Vella is that throver, isn't it? So if we can't leave our physical houses, you know, and like, so it, there's one way of repet repetitively doing it, you know, but I find like, and then it transforms my, uh, my daily experience, whereas if I've utilized it correctly in the beginning of the day, and I think that's a blessing too, to be blessed with that type of Amrit Vella where you're using it as a reset, as a shower, as a as a cleansing process, then if I'm already cleansed in the morning, then then I might stand a chance when I'm tested within the confines of family mm. or life, whereas if I would have gone from one, from hot to cold, to cold to hot, or just down the wrong pathway, like it can be like a reset. And then if I if I feel that so, anger bubble up, I can say, breathe it through Vahiguru. And then I might have a chance to reset and, and, and develop a new pathway. Hmm. So what you're saying there is, is Viji, is that the Amrit Vela can become an aid to awaken you and to become more conscious. Where then you're able to Whatever the, the, the wisdom that the Guru has given you in the morning The Guru has made you aware of certain things Reminded you of certain things Reminded you of negative things What are negative? Guru's told you that Asank nindak sirkar hepara You brought that to your awareness About, you know, speaking inaccurately of other people And so you're going to be now more conscious of that so the Guru, if done, like you said, in a way in the morning where you're taking it in, then you're going to be more conscious. And that's what Guru's doing. He's breaking out, us out of all habits and allowing us to live consciously and choose our responses to life. And that natural response be more in Biyar, more in there. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what that is. And, that, and you're saying that could be Amrit Villa. And you spoke about going to sarovars, but that that could be an awakening for somebody, because around those sarovars are so much blessings with the gurbani that is going inside, going into that. What was water then starts to become a sarovar, a blessed, a sacred pool. The gurus that were there themselves and put so much energy into of of naam of biar. So, so Sangaji, I think we'll wrap it up here. It was an amazing, it was amazing to have this conversation with Jigmeet Singh, exploring our Guru's Bani, 
and allowing Gurbani to awaken us. So whatever method the Guru has given us, we spoke about saying the word Vaheguru and allowing us that awake to awaken us, to let go and let that Babayakabod come through, that discerning intellect to come through. Allowing these things, the Amrita Villa to Japanam in the morning, allowing these to awaken us the, when we read the Guru's words in the morning, allowing them to awaken us. Everything is about awakening, becoming conscious. Only then can we break out of that cycle because Maharaj says, whatever you label a so-called good or bad, if it's habitual and you're not in control anymore, then that is the cycle of karma that will keep you in birth and death. You want to awaken and act and from that pure place, from consciousness, which is pure love. Kaviji. Why Guruji ka Khalsa? Why Guruji ki Fateji? If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, share and subscribe. Please donate and help spread Guruji's message. Link is in the description below. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh.